The Dallas Stars are bound for the postseason, and things are looking very good as some of their best players on the team are heating up at the right time. We'll talk about all of that and much, much more on today's episode of the Locked on Stars podcast. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Wednesday, April 5th, and this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on today. To get started, and whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at. We're free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And we got a lot to talk about today. Want to talk about the stars as a team heating up at the right time. We'll also talk about Thomas Harley. He made his season debut with the stars on Monday night against the Nashville Predators. And then to end the show, we'll talk a little bit about Mason Marchment, some updates on his injury, and when we could potentially expect to see him back in the Stars lineup. But I, of course, want to talk about the team as a whole and then also dive into a few specific players, some key Stars players who are starting to heat up and catch fire at the right time of the season. We know that the Dallas Stars are headed back to the Stanley Cup playoffs, but This is different than last season. They made it last year, but they made it by the skin of their teeth with only a game or two remaining in the regular season. But they aren't barely getting by this time. They've done so. They've clinched their playoff spot in relatively convincing fashion with five games remaining on the schedule. And it has to do with the elite play of a few of their key guys. We've, of course, talked at nauseum about Jason Robertson, who is really catching fire right now. He now has 101 points on the season. But it's not just Robo. There are several other Dallas Stars players, guys that are considered to be key components of the team who are starting to play some of their best hockey, arguably, this season. And, of course, you have to start with Tyler Sagan, who had kind of an up-and-down game on Monday night. At one point, he missed a wide-open net, hit the post, and then it kind of bounced off UC Saros and wasn't able to go in, but then he scores later on in the game. A sweet assist from Jason Robertson. So he now has points in four of his last five games. Three of those points are goals. So Tyler Sagan, although he's had some other nice stretches this season, he recently has come back from a lower body injury that he suffered a while back in Buffalo, but it would be huge. It would be monumental for the Dallas Stars to have a a hot and dialed in Tyler Sagan for the postseason. He is so pivotal to this team, uh, and you know, you know what you're going to get most nights with the other offensive weapons on this team, but if you can get Tyler Sagan playing at an elite level going into the playoffs, that is going to do wonders for this team. And I know that there's going to always be the Tyler Sagan critics. I know that he's probably the player who is under the most scrutiny for the Dallas stars in terms of the fan base. And especially this season, 
only 20 goals on the campaign. I know statistically you could say it's a disappointing season uh, and there's always going to be, oh, he doesn't try. There's no effort from Tyler Sagan. There's no heart. He has his paycheck. He's making all this money. He doesn't care. And, and I, I am so sick and tired of that narrative. I know that he's not putting up the numbers that you want to see. You, of course, expect more Jamie Benn-esque numbers with, with Tyler Sagan's contract. And it's unfortunate, but it's also, I mean, not his fault that he's getting paid that much money. I think he earned that money at the time that he signed that deal. And, and I don't think that his lack of living up to that deal at times is, is uh, due to his effort or lack thereof. I think that he's still giving it his all. He still very much cares. Uh, and the people that complain about that uh, are just looking for something to be upset about and looking for something to be negative about. It's not the most groundbreaking season for Tyler Sagan, but I think he can flip the narrative on himself if he can go into the postseason on fire offensively. And of course, if he can be a key contributor once the stars get into their playoff series in round one and hopefully beyond. But it's not just Tyler Sagan who's starting to play incredibly well. You have Joe Pavelski as well, who around this time a month ago, there were plenty of skeptics both inside and outside the Stars fan base saying Joe Pavelski was finally starting to hit a wall. He had finally started to fall off a little bit because he had not scored in quite some time. But then on March 4th against the Colorado Avalanche, we see Joe Pavelski find the back of the net. And ever since that moment, he has been on a mission. 11 goals, 8 assists, 19 points in total, and 15 games played in the past month. He's currently on a four-game point streak and has points in seven of his last eight games. He is also now four points away from 1,000 on his career. Seems like he can very well get there over the next five games, and that would be a special milestone to see him cross. And he also is a guy that the Stars absolutely need to be rock solid in this playoff run. Pavelski has 168 playoff games under his belt, and it's so nice to have a guy like him on the roster heading into the postseason. But then even defensively, we have some guys who are starting to turn a corner for the better this season. And you got to talk about Miro Haskinen, who is coming off one of the best months for a defenseman in Dallas Stars history. In the month of March, he had four goals, 19 assists, 23 points in 15 games played. He currently sits at 68 points on the season. And the record for the most points in a single season scored by a Stars defenseman is 71, held by Hall of Famer Sergei Zuboff. Uh, he had 71 points in the 2005-2006 season. It seems like Miro Haskinen can very well not only tie that record, but also surpass it. Looks like we could see another milestone or record that's been held for quite some time get broken by another uh, new age Dallas star. We've seen Jason Robertson shatter a few Mike Madonna records, and now it seems like Haskinen is set to shatter some Zuboff records, which is pretty darn special. And he does so on the five-on-five, five, but also on the power play. Miro Haskinen, quarterbacking that top stars power play unit has been unbelievable this season, whether he's shooting from the point, setting up his teammates or finding someone down low in the slot, like Jamie Benn or Joe Pavelski in front of the net. Miro Haskinen does a little bit of everything offensively. And, the, and this is the kind of season that we expected him to have. It took him a little bit of time to get there, but if the month of March is any indication, Miro Haskinen is going to be an absolute force in the postseason this year. He's going to be incredibly hard to game plan for, and I'm excited to see what he can do on the ice once the playoffs get rolling. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about Thomas Harley, another Stars defenseman who made his long overdue season debut on Monday night. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Indeed. 
When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do all of that with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to thank you again for making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen every single day. We've talked about some of these Stars players who are catching fire at the right time. And now I want to talk about a guy who only has one season under his belt with the Dallas Stars this season, but better late than never that he joins the NHL crew. Thomas Harley made his long overdue first appearance with the Dallas Stars on Monday night against the Nashville Predators. And of course, we had to ask Pete DeBoer after the game what he thought about Harley's performance. So let's go ahead and hear from the Stars head coach right now. Yeah, I thought he was really good. You know, as advertised, I mean... uh... You know, feet and puck moving skills are elite. Uh, he's a big, long guy. You know, defends a little bit like Miro with his with his feet and his stick more than running you over. But uh, you know, he made he made some really good plays with the puck tonight and started our transition coming out of our end. Uh, you know, more than a few times. So you know, a lot lot to like there. Thomas Harley looked very sharp in his first game at the NHL level this season. He skated 16 minutes and 20 seconds and was a plus two. He was on the ice for two of the five Dallas Stars goals and technically three uh, if you want to count the disallowed goal that started the game. Ty DeLandria's uh, you know, score that was eventually ruled offsides. I think that was the right call, but it started with a slick feed from Thomas Harley to Max Domi, who then found Ty DeLandria for what we thought was the Stars' first goal of the game. But really nice to see a defenseman not named Miro Haskinen make a play like that, helping force the issue down the ice offensively, helping the Stars enter the offensive zone. Unfortunately, the Stars were offside, so it didn't count, but still a very promising sign for a player like Thomas Harley, who has been developing quite nicely at the AHL level this season. I think the staff down there has been impressed with him, and I think the NHL staff, and the people up at the top of the organization have been excited about the massive steps that Harley has taken this season. 10 goals and 24 assists and 66 game plays, games played with the Texas Stars of the American Hockey League. He's recorded two shorthanded goals and been a huge catalyst for why the Texas Stars are also headed to the playoffs in the American Hockey League, which is pretty nice to have both teams in the organization heading to their respective postseasons. And so many fans, front office members, and I'm sure even his teammates, Many were excited to see him finally make his NHL season debut with the Dallas Stars, and it'd be really nice to see him stick around because he looks so much more mature. I know he hasn't had a ton of NHL experience, but even last season when he was with the team, there seemed to be some uncertainty with him at times on the ice. He didn't always look super comfortable out there. There were stretches here and there where he looked really sharp, uh, but then there were stretches where he didn't look as good and almost looked a little bit more like a liability 
on both sides of the ice. But we saw last night he made some really strong passes. He's not afraid of the opposition, not afraid to get his hands dirty. We saw that little scuffle, that scrum at the end of the game between the Predators and the Stars and Tide or not Ty Delandria, Thomas Harley was right there in the thick of things, grabbing jerseys, ready to throw hands if necessary. And there's just so much more confidence you can see, even just one game in to his time in the NHL. And it makes me excited for what could be to come from Thomas Harley. I don't know how much more we're going to get to see of him this regular season or in the playoffs, but if it comes down to it, I'd like to see him possibly play in the postseason. And I know Niels Lundqvist has been a healthy scratch quite a bit as of late. And I really like Niels Lundqvist as a player. I think the potential is there, but I still think there is room for development and growth as is the case with many young players, his age and Harley is a young player as well, but he just has more experience at the NHL level, uh, not necessarily in games played, but I think even playing in the AHL, I think Harley has developed a little bit farther and he also has the size advantage and some of the physicality advantages that Niels Lundqvist simply cannot provide. If it comes down to him or if it comes down to either Niels Lundqvist or Thomas Harley in the lineup for the stars in the postseason, I think as of right now, I would lean Harley again. I think Niels can do some good things. I'm excited for what he can eventually become in this stars organization, but Thomas Harley has been a guy that many people have been excited to see play with the NHL club full time. And if Monday night was any indication, we are in store for another very good defenseman who also packs some size, some physicality, but also some offensive ability and seems to be able to play both ways, which Niels Lundqvist, again, the potential's there. He just can't quite play both ways like a guy like Thomas Harley, or even at times Joel Hanley, can do so. I was very impressed with Thomas Harley and during his first outing in the NHL this season. I'm excited and curious and anxious to see what more we can get from him this season. Pete DeBoer again seemed very pleased with the performance that he got. So I'm interested to see how he and the rest of the coaching staff look to utilize Thomas Harley moving forward. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll get a little bit of an update on Mason Marchment, who has missed the past several games with a lower body injury. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers can get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, everybody, closing out a midweek edition of the Locked On Stars podcast with a little bit of an update on Mason Marchment, who has been out sidelined with an injury for quite some time. But there was a tweet on Monday from Bruce Levine, friend of the show, uh, with a quote from Stars General Manager Jim Neal saying that Mason Marchment is recovering on schedule and there is hope that he could play the last couple games of the season and that the expectation is for him to be back in time for the Stanley Cup playoffs, which is very good news. Mason Marchment went down against the Seattle Kraken a while back while the Stars were in the middle of that very long six-game road trip, a collision 
uh, with, I believe it was Vince Dunn of the Kraken and uh, the legs and the knees kind of collide. Mason Marchment goes down and stays down, which we talked about when it happened, but that is very rare. Mason Marchment, uh, not a stranger to getting knocked over this season with the Dallas Stars, but he is almost always right back up on his feet, shaking off the pain, but clearly uh, was in so much pain whenever he went down in Seattle. But now we're hearing news that he could be coming back very, very soon, which is good because it's never good or, or timely to see an NHL player go down with an injury. You never want to see it, but it is an unfortunate certainty in our game. But it was unfortunate not only for the health of Mason Marchment, but also for how well he was playing. He went down at an incredibly unfortunate time because he was finally starting to get back to being himself. Before that game against the Seattle Kraken on March 13th, he had points in four straight games, including a three-point performance against the Buffalo Sabres, where the Dallas Stars absolutely laid waste to the city of Buffalo with that 10-goal outing. He had gotten out of his scoring slump and was starting to look like the player that the Stars wanted to get in the summer when they signed him in free agency. We were finally starting to see a return to form for a guy who is still seeming to find his footing offensively in this league and he had found seemingly some very good chemistry with Tyler Sagan and the addition of Max Domi to that line after the stars had made some moves at the trade deadline and there was a lot to like with those three but then we unfortunately see Mason Marchment go down uh, and again just terrible terrible timing uh, in terms of where the stars are at this season and just in terms of of his production, but it's very good news to hear from Jim Neal that the recovery is on schedule, that he can not only be back for the playoffs, but also seemingly get a, a few more games, maybe a couple more games under his belt before the postseason. So that way he is officially ready uh, when things get hot and heavy in the playoffs. He should be absolutely fired up and ready to go when he comes back for the postseason because one, the Stars have been hungry and chasing the spot in the playoffs. They have that spot clinched. Mason Marchment knows good and well that just because you have a spot clinched early, that is not a certainty for long-term postseason success. You have to imagine that he has a pretty bitter taste in his mouth after winning the President's Trophy with the Florida Panthers last season. They win that first-round series against the Capitals, but then they get swept in the Battle of Florida in round two, so the Stars have a bitter taste in their mouth, losing in seven games to the Calgary Flames, and I think Mason Marchment shares that sentiment despite not being a Dallas star last season. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Mason Marchman is doing well and that he will be able to rejoin the team here down the stretch this season and hopefully be back in time for the full run throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for making us your first listen every single day. Remember to subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever uh, you get your podcast out. We're always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. Follow us on social media at Dane double underscore Lewis is my personal Twitter account and at locked on stars can be found on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be gearing up for the playoffs. Be back with an episode tomorrow, getting you prepared for the stars matchup against the Philadelphia Flyers. Another big game, another two big points on the line for the stars as they look to hold on to that top spot in the central division. But I hope you guys have a great Wednesday and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.